I've heard rumblings, rumblings for quite some time, about where we're headed as a civilization. Books have been written, 2012. Geological disruptions, atmospheric changes, wars, global warming, unrest in Egypt, Korea, Jordan, etc. Collectively, many are getting nervous. And, as a species, we do this kind of catastrophizing more often than we realize. Understand me here. I'm not condoning hiding our heads in the sand and pretending everything's peachy. As a species, we need to take responsibility for our actions. What I'm addressing today are the dangers of the gloom, doom, destruction, and despair mentality. It would appear that humanity as a whole has behaved better at other times than we currently are. But is that really true? Certainly history, recent and ancient, shows that we have had some truly horrific wars. How do you suppose the Crusaders felt about the condition of the world in their day? The Spanish Inquisitors, whether or not they were expected, clearly believed there were some major issues. When have we as a species ever believed that all was well and right with the world? Ultimately, it's about perspective, and it starts within each of us. When we are trapped in crappy land, listening to our saboteurs, we have little or no compassion for ourselves. Every slip-up, misstep, broken promise, or perceived imperfection leads to deeper self-condemnation as the saboteur tightens its grip. Like a boa constrictor wrapped around our hearts, every ounce of loving-kindness for ourselves is squeezed out of us when we listen to its lies. In our own eyes, we have become despised, to some degree or another. Is it surprising, then, that when we go out into the world we have so little compassion for the plight of others? When we ourselves are in so much pain, how can we spare any energy for the world? We are wrung dry. As ever, this blog is about choice. If you choose to stay within the perspective of the saboteur, you will likely believe that we are a lost cause here on this planet. Through us, our saboteurs paint our world in drab colors, obscuring the complete picture. Think about the last time you listened to someone telling you his or her story. You can almost imagine them standing alongside their saboteur, painting the world gray. You nod sympathetically, and then bring in some yellow by saying something positive. Yeah, but, they say, and paint over your yellow with their gray. Before you know it, you have gotten up and walked away, or your paintbrush has become mysteriously gray, too. Our saboteur begins to commiserate with their saboteur, and there goes the neighborhood. The trouble is, they rarely realize that they have a choice, and that's where you can help. They are so firmly in the grip of the saboteur, and in a great deal of pain, that they really can't see that there is another way to perceive the world until you show them. The media tends to make this worse. 
as it mostly spews the stories that sell. I have a theory about this. You know why it's so easy to spot the dark stories? Because they're in the minority. All the good stuff, the stuff that's done day by day by the average citizen of this planet, gets missed. It doesn't sell because it's so commonplace. It's much more entertaining to watch the giant explosion than the Boy Scout helping the little old lady across the street. In saboteur land, because we give so much energy to our own condemnation, it's easy to paint the whole world in the same gray as we paint ourselves. If we have done poorly by someone, we must seek to repair those wrongs, and we must do it from a place of personal compassion. Each one of us has stepped in it every now and then. When we recognize the do we've created, we must first forgive ourselves and then seek the forgiveness of the other. Then we can step out into the world from a place of compassion. And to those of you who are facing truly challenging times wherever you may be in the world, consider Viktor Frankl and his experiences in the Nazi death camps. Despite his devastating situation, he decided within himself how all of this was going to affect him. His mind and spirit intact, through conscious daily choice, he visualized himself in better times, became an inspiration to those around him, and survived. As Stephen Covey says, it is not what happens to us, but our response to what happens to us that hurts us. So are we on the eve of destruction? That, as ever, depends a great deal upon your perspective. If all we're looking at is the ugly stuff, then maybe. It's up to each of us. Do we want to continue to feed the fire of hate by fueling our own saboteurs? Or are we ready to forgive ourselves, open our hearts, and look at all the good stuff within and around us? When we move through the world from this place of seeing the good, we spread so much light it outshines the dark. To quote one of my favorite humans, Mohandas Gandhi, you must be the change you wish to see in the world. Always infinite possibilities, always your choice. I have a footnote here. As I wrote this entry, I sought to document some good, so I went online to start researching, and I realized that as media goes, it's not so easy to find. Then I started thinking about the free hugs people, and I stumbled across this guy who was traveling the world catching people doing good. And then I found the Good Deeds organization, and then HelpOthers.org, and the concept of smile cards, and I thought, this is getting to be a trend. Please see the blog to go to these links. As you find other organizations promoting the good in the world, please feel free to share them with us here.
myself.